Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, everybody, wherever you are, and welcome to another euphoric edition of the Spurs show. I speak to you from central London, where... We're all stunned. We're stunned. We, don't, we just we don't know what to do. What to? It, 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 we're in uncharted territory here, such as the blistering form of Tottenham Hotspur. And I've got three seasoned observers of that great club with me here. First of all, making his debut on the Spurs show, the fine actor. You'll know him very well. He'll been, he's been in your living room many times, and that's not because he's having an affair with your missus. I'm talking about Natelli, Mr. Brian Croucher. Good evening, all. Up the Spurs. Great. Also here, uh, somebody who's been on this show several times before at the very least, the super agent, Rick Mason. Uh Yeah, thank you very much. I appear every so often a bit like NASA Chadley, really. <laughs> the so NASA I am Chadley. the NASA Chadley of this <laughs> The team. NASA Chadley of the pod. Now, Rick went to Stoke yesterday. Also, another man privileged to see that unbelievable performance was the television director, Mr. Simon Delaney. Welcome, Simon. Pleasure to be here. Also making my debut. Squad must have been a bit thin, I think, for me to... Uh, <laughs> a few last-minute injuries. No, yeah, thank, off the bench. Thanks, we're, off the su- we're off the subs, but... I tell you what, bench, yeah. I was keen for Brian and I to have as many eyewitnesses as possible because it, those of us who watched that on the telly last night, we still don't quite believe it happened because that's how good the Spurs were and how good they've been. You know what? A lot of people have been saying the thing about Leicester. They know how they're doing it the right way. This is how you win a league. Grind out 1-0, 1-0, 1-0. How about winning the league by smashing Man United 3-0 one week and then going to Stoke and winning 4-0 the next? That's not a bad way of doing it, is it? What do you think, Rick? uh, How good were they? I think it was one of the best atmospheres I've ever been in a away game. We sang... All the way through the game, yeah. there's a really, really good feeling amongst the fans. But what I will say about Spurs is I, I don't think we actually played that brilliantly Blimey. last night. No, seriously, if you look at the Traitor. Manchester United game, <laughs> no, look at the Manchester United game and the game against Stoke last night. There were, there were times during both games that we looked quite tired. And then suddenly, over a, like a 10, 15-minute spell, we go nuts and score loads of goals. Yeah. Yes, and it tends that. to be towards the, the end of the game. Is that and It's almost like we're getting them into a false sense of security. Though, yeah, I mean, they're entitled to be a bit tired. But I wonder if it's also because of the way Pochettino's got them. He's got, them, he's got that fitness regime where they're all super, super, super fit and they all run and run and run and run. And maybe it's that late, sort of halfway through the second half, that the other team's energy drops off late and that we look comparatively... Livelier at that point, is and it? I'm wondering whether they do that deliberately because yeah. if you look Lull at the them. way that we score the goals, it's all the players moving forward at the same time and yeah. finding that space, and so much of that is done with Carl Walker. Yeah, so, but we're, yeah. not, we're not party to the inner sanctum, are no. we? No, we're just supporters. It's what we see. What what uh, Maurizio tells them and what they tell each other, the stats and everything. It's behind those closed doors. Yeah. So when you say they do it deliberately, you're saying 
in this conspiracy theory that Ericsson <laughs> deliberately hit the bar. I'm great at conspiracy theories. And Ali hit theories. the post because they don't want to go ahead too early. <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, yeah, I think, yeah, Ericsson yeah. definitely hit the bar on purpose. He's Crossbar been practicing well, that. Let's be honest, Spurs have a long history of going, uh, going ahead too early and scoring too early. We only have to think of the 1987 Cup final, and maybe that is part of the strategy now. Or maybe we're all just being churlish, looking, because we're Spurs fans, we're looking for things that are imperfect. Because, I mean, you know, Stoke, it's a cliche, it's the toughest place to go, as legend has it. And to go there and absolutely wipe the floor with them, we should have had six or seven. No, we we should. And what um, what what was also obvious last night was when Stoke realised that they weren't going to win... They just sent on a very yeah. unfit Charlie to Adam kick to, to try and kick yeah. as many players mm. as he could. Yeah. Was he wearing his kilt? He really I, was. No, I actually saw, because I was on the other side of the ground, I actually saw a can of tenants drop out of his shorts. <laughs> yeah. One of those just old school one. ones with the, yeah. with the page three girl on it. <laughs> <laughs> actually fell out of his shorts as he came on. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I slightly disagree about the... Um, uh, I think there were similar similarities between the two games, but I thought against United, we did look really tired and actually didn't play very well. And we had that three-goal explosion in six minutes. Last night, I actually thought it was more that very early on, they just looked so much better than Stoke. They worked out they were better than Stoke, and Stoke worked out that we were better than Stoke. And they kind of toyed with him, I thought. It, it, yeah. In previous incarnations, every other Tottenham team in living memory, I'd have thought, I know what's going to happen here. Stoke are going to get a goal, and we're going to have all this possession, all this domination, not win. But it but never think, occurred to me But I think night. the I just... difference was we, the, between Stoke and Manchester United was last night we actually got ahead early. But it still took us a long time to get that second goal. Yeah. I mean, I know that, that you know Ericsson should have stroked it in rather than spashing it against the bar. And also, Deli Ali shouldn't have tried to take the keeper on 14 times before yeah. it in the post. And we did have other chances. But, but still, there was a period where Stoke started to get on top. We started yeah, to look tight. But didn't and then it was long. almost as if we then got a second wind and then really just kept hitting them. And that's what we did against Manchester United. But does it matter, Laz? Because it's it's all about scoring goals. Yeah. And we scored seven, you say. Yeah. Three and four, seven. Yeah. And it's all about winning. And that's why Leicester are up there, because they score goals. Yeah. And because they win. And that's why we're right on their tail. Yeah. Wise words, Brian. Which, in fact, uh, it reminds me... From a boy coming from Hackney... Yeah, yeah. I mean, wise words. Bloody hell, wise words. <laughs> now we've got two debutants on the show. We don't normally have two debutants on the show, and, and that me- I have to ask you the debutants question, which is: Oh yeah, your first, <laughs> your first <laughs> game. Inside leg measure. <laughs> yeah. Can I? Can I just say I didn't know it was closed optional till I got here. I thought we were going to be fully closed for the whole. Podcast, yeah, so. sorry about that. That's, yeah. a, that's quite a shock. Sorry me, about right? that. Well, so, I can only yeah. see your top sitting here naked. <laughs> I, I've done this before and I kept my pants on this well, well time. I've got my speedos. Well done. So, what's the question? What's your, what was your first game? Can you remember your first game at White Hart Lane? I, I cannot remember my first okay. game. Okay, give us a flavour of the first game. It, was, it, was, it must have been 1953. Wow. Uh, I go back as far as a team that had Ted Ditchburn, Alf Ramsey, uh, Willis or Withers, fullbacks. Bill Nicholson, I can't remember who the centre-half was. Uh, it was a left-half. Con- but then we had Les Medley, Cliff Jones, Bobby Bomber, Eddie Bailey. Eddie Bailey. Uh, Les Duquemin uh, from the Channel Islands. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I went to Hackney Downs Grammar School, which is in the East End, and you get a choice of, you get a choice, I suppose, of West Ham on the periphery, Leighton Orient, 
Arsenal and Spurs. And my cousin supported Arsenal, so I went Spurs. Great. And no other reason. Yeah. But I used to go play for the under-11s, under-12s, 13s at Lower Edmonton. And then we'd go back to White Hart Lane in the afternoon and watch the match. We'd play in the morning. And it must have been when I was 11, and I can't remember. But we used to, they used to have a, a kid's enclosure yeah. at Spurs. I don't know if they still have it. Don't think so, no. no. And so we used to go pay our money and stand in there and, and yeah. watch, and it was great. It was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And that's it, the whole and, life, you're hooked for life. And then, you know, you, I was thinking, we have, from that onwards or from that backwards, we have had people like Hoddle, yeah. Gascoigne, yeah. Uh, Klinsman. Yeah, we've had, yeah. we've had everybody. Fantastic players. Yeah. Ev- everybody there. Yeah. Mackay, Blanche Flower. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy we've, Greaves, Gareth they, Bale. They've all come from our. You, you name another team. I mean, you could maybe Liverpool, Manchester United, who was consistently had players that you can remember right yeah, back of to the 50s. Yeah, that quality, yeah. Yeah, and that's, they all shipped out from our team a little bit, but we did have quality. Creme but, de la creme. Yeah. But I have to say, and this is a typical Spurs thing to say. Uh-huh. Here it comes. Um, but that's been part of the problem, is that we've always, we've always had, had like superstars, but not player, had a team. Whereas now, team, and now we've, got we've actually got a team yeah. with some yeah. stars in it. But yeah, they're, they're, but this, you know, is, they're not this is first egos, and foremost a team. And this yeah. is the difference between winning totally and, and totally winning, agree. winning cups and, and, yeah. and uh, being able to win the league. It yeah. also makes you less vulnerable to, you, if you build it all around one or two star players, as we see with Bale and Modric. Then once they're gone, yeah, that's yeah, it. If you don't qualify for the Champions League, yeah. exactly. you, you, you lose, lose them and you start yeah. back to square one. Exactly. When was your first game, Simon? Uh, 1967. Uh, it was against Newcastle. I think we won... We definitely won. I think we won 3 0. My memories of the game got taken by my brothers, and because I was taken by my brothers, we arrived late. Uh, <laughs> I think we missed a goal. I remember, it's weird the things you remember. I remember driving away from the ground afterwards and being stuck in traffic and seeing a, a tie shop, which was owned by Dave Mackay. Yeah, I remember Dave that. Mackay's yeah. tie shop. Mackay had, perhaps wisely, I don't know, chosen to invest his small fortune in neckties. <laughs> Um, and recently, about a year ago, um, a friend of mine, Steve Lambert, was, um, he phoned me up and said, I mean, this is ridiculous, but he was being coerced by his wife into throwing out his collection of Tottenham programmes, which he collected home and away over many decades. Oh. And he started to ask if I wanted... He hadn't even finished the question for us. Yeah, I'll have them, definitely. Um, and through that, I've been able to find programmes of games, like, including that one. So I've got the programme the first game I ever went to, which Brilliant. I obviously didn't keep from Age of Seven. Yeah, yeah. But, um, so you've so, yeah. now got a great big programme collection. I didn't know that. I have got a massive programme collection, yeah, but it's not how big it is, is it? It's the quality of the programme collection. Absolutely right. But, <laughs> it is also, but it's good quality as well, to be honest. So right. Uh, yeah. Bloody good. Do you know yeah. what we were talking about before? Yeah. Uh, when you said, oh, you saw the push and run. Yeah. You know, Nicholson... And yeah. all of that. I mean, I've always said that that's what they play now. That's push what, and run. That's what Italians picked up from Tottenham, and all the teams put push and run now. Mm. And the, the, they, the passing is so quick. Yeah. Push, run, you know. Yeah. Uh, it goes right back to those early days. So yeah. I really, I really, I've always said it. You know. Yeah. So it's a basically modern football was invented by Arthur Rowe. Arthur Rowe. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. But that's yeah. what I loved about last night. There was so there was so much that you could see from the training field. Yeah. There was so there, there was so much one touch passing. Yeah. And they knew exactly where they, they were, were going yeah. to be. It was yeah. almost like watching a rugby team with you, mm. you know and coming forward mm. and seeing the, that quick passing. 
and to see Spurs do that and know that that Carl Walker or Danny Rose was going wide and yeah. then putting it out in space where they didn't have a defender yeah. and it caused them so many problems and and you you know that 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 they're doing that on the training yeah. on the training pitch. Yeah, I mean, it, like you say, I mean, as a team, I'd, I've never seen it. Even, I mean, my favourite team, I suppose, looking back through history, through my history of going to, the, to, to Tottenham, I, I suppose my favourite team is probably that early 80s team, or maybe the 87 team, but, but the early 80s team, because they won mm. things, you know. So Hoddle and Archibald and Crooks and Ardiles and Belia. But that, as Waddle. a team, yeah. yeah. Well, Waddle later in the 87 bit, team yeah. was great. But as a team, not, not, not a patch on this as a team. I mean, no, this is, this no, is totally, as I said earlier, the, uncharted the 80s, territory. The 87 team really did underachieve. Yeah, it should have won the league. It should have won the league. certainly should have won, won the cup, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, that was probably the last time, I think, that we had a team yeah. like we've got now. That's good. The yeah. only thing I would say um, is that I would still love to have Bale and Modric. Yeah, well, and if we had Bale and, Modric, and Pele and Maradona. No, no, but if, if we still had Bale and Modric, I would replace Eriksen and Lamella, and the then I think we would have the best team that we've ever had. Yeah, but you yeah, talk well. about what well, you'd play Modric where instead of Eriksen. Yeah, mm. mm. Eriksen to me is. I, I have so many arguments with people around me um, in the shelf, but. Uh, Ericsson, to me, is the worst tackler oh, I've yeah. ever seen. That is one not... glaring deficiency in his game. Yeah, That's and he, true. He, he, he just, just doesn't want to tackle. He doesn't want to tackle at all. He's a bit after you, Claude, as they used to say in the old days. He's very that, much like that. Though, and he, he, does, needs... he does a lot he does of work. everything else. And he, yeah, he, he does, does everything else. else. He does, well, he, well, he was a hairdresser before he became a footballer. It's churlish, but when... When we haven't got the ball, we are playing with ten men. With uh, with Ericsson. oh no, I think that is. I think you've gone a bit farther because he, he does close. He closes players near. down. He does a lot of work. He, he just doesn't yeah, stick I his foot in. Yeah. I want to see. Him, I want to see him getting his foot in. I see him getting his foot in. I know Brian's a fan of stats, and as I said, he puts in more. They they said we run more. Miles than any other team, and he runs more miles than any other player. No, no, so. I, I, the fact I that know when that he gets there, he doesn't tackle anyone. It's that, like that's him, true. <laughs> like, like I say, if you if you were up on the shelf with all the blokes that were around me, they you'd be having a go at me too. Yeah. Well, funnily enough, uh, earlier just because of the show, I, I ran a little poll on Twitter, which I mentioned before we were on air for who is the player of the season. And on Twitter, you only get four things for your poll. You can only put four options up. So the four. Four options I put up. Should we guess? Oh, oh, you put four up. Well, I put four up. So I put um, Kane, Dembele, and Alderweireld. And then I put the fourth option, I put another, to allow people to nominate. One of the people, straight away someone got on and said, I I, I would say Ericsson, 100%. And I thought that was interesting. Straight away, I certainly wouldn't put him ahead of Deli Alley. Um, and, Deli, and then, uh, I mean, uh, if I was to put others, I would have put Lloris, I would have put Ericsson, I would have put Deli Alley, I would have put Danny Rose as well. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, but no. Ericsson's star sort of has fallen towards the end of the season. Do you know what? Because he used to, he used to yeah. score some wonderful goals and make some wonderful yeah. goals. But he's but been... I, I thought last in... night, he was the official man of the match last night. Oh, really? And, and I think Ericsson... You know, yeah, he was. He was oh, given man of the match, that. yeah. And I think that, in fact, on, on he's been, he is a top-class, yeah. He's a top, top-class player... And it's almost like the rest of the team have come up to his standard, so he no longer looks conspicuously brilliant because the team is so good. Are you listening, but, Mr. Ericsson? <laughs> that is the job. I mean, the stuff he, I mean, the assists he gets. That one last night, 
was just like superhuman, just like the one at Liverpool the other week where he kept the ball in and somehow dinked it to perfection for Kane to score. I mean, he can do things that nobody else in the team can do. Basically, yeah. I think. Yeah, no, I don't. I yeah. don't disagree with that. It's yeah. just that I if think just had a bit of Graham Roberts that, about yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> you could just, you could just <laughs> merge into Graham. I wouldn't Roberts. go that far. No <laughs> one's Graham Roberts. Lee Catamol. Um, but <laughs> that's who we should we should swap <laughs> in with Lee Catamol. Do you know Charlie Adam? Seriousness, that, that you, what, what what is the difference in the in in football these days? Because uh, everybody's got one. It's not a team. It's a squad. Yeah. And what we have got, we've got a wonderful squad yeah. because we talked about it earlier, how people have taken out and put in, yeah. you know, like Trippier, Wimmer. Wimmer and, especially, and you, yeah. You know, they, they, well, whereas the, the, fir- the first choices weren't available, yeah. they came and they did a job. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, what's, yeah. What's, um, what's really shown is that as soon as that we went out all of the, the cup competitions... Um, he's not playing Trippier and Davis now. Yeah, he was, so we, we now know for certain who the first choice is. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's probably right. But yeah. you have to say that Trippier, certainly, I don't think there's a player in the side that crosses a ball better than no, Trippier No, he's, a, he's a, definitely a better crosser than Walker. I don't think he's a better right-back. No, Walker's than, better in all the other ways. He puts a good ball in. But he's yeah. uh, crossing yeah. his super. But do you yeah. think that's... I mean, that we are definitely going to upgrade in the summer and in certain areas. And I think, although we have got a really good... And we now know what the first-choice starting eleven is. I'm not sure I agree that the best... We've got some good players on the bench, but if we were to go behind in a yeah, game, we need I don't more know that we would... Strength you, not, really the young boy's coming, you know, the boy, I can't Onomar. pronounce his name. Yeah, yeah. Onomar, Onomar. It's, only three, yeah. it's only three syllables and you've added a couple more. It's just three syllables. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Josh Onomar. Josh Onomar. But, you know, what? we used to bleed goals and that's why we lost. Um, and all we had really was Ledley, and we, yeah. he used to play alongside Various. guys who play for Sunderland yeah. now, and guys yeah, who Dawson play for, and yeah, yeah, and and, all yeah. those. Yeah. But what we've got, we've got two centre backs yeah. now, one of which has consistently played. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about, Toby. Now that's a much harder name to pronounce, not Toby, but it's got, Toby Alderweireld. Let's call him to- uh, Toby the other world. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, Toby he's in the he, he, <laughs> Toby in the underclothes. Yeah. yeah. No, but he he is my man of the. Yeah, he's mine he's as well. Consistent. Yeah, mine. yeah. He has been consistent. I, uh, there was another stat was tweeted today, which was that Toby has only committed nine fouls all season. So not yeah. only has he been brilliant. He's, he doesn't he's, even he's concede done free it. kicks. He's, he's done toes. And we, yeah. Yeah. Just I mean, like Ledley Robert was like Huth that. and West <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We know who's committed the most fouls in the Premier League this year, though, don't we? Who? Do you not know this stat? Don't Brian, know. you like a stat. Lamella. Eric Lamella. Yay! Yeah, I thought you were going to say Sam doing He's doing all Alderweireld's fouling yeah. for him. No, Sam Alderweireld. Yeah, no, he Sam. likes the tackle, doesn't he? But he, unfortunately, he's often missed time. He's often 10 or 15 minutes yeah, after. Yeah, I've not made my gone. mind up about And every no, time he does mind it, he, you. Says, he says the Falkland Isles. <laughs> That's <laughs> He'd be the one player in this team. Yeah, that, he's vulnerable. I'd definitely upgrade. If you could swap but him for Coutinho. even like him, that. last night, I thought he had possibly one of his best games. No, That's I where agree. it looked to me on the I telly. I agree. And he also, barely put a foot wrong. There were, there were times when we were grimacing up there because we thought he was about to commit a foul. Of, yeah. And he actually managed to... Yeah, so he's to, improving. To himself. He is so definitely. He is this season, trying. he's steadily improved. It's yeah. weird though that what he we could bought, still come really good. No, I don't I mean, think so. Players do, quid, got, players do turn it around. I mean, you know, we probably say this every week on this show, but who would have thought a year ago that Dembele would have become this 
unbelievable pivotal figure in yeah. the team. We'd I, I, given no. up on him. We'd had him three he's years. Very strong, we had given Denver. up. He's so and you look at him this so year. Who's he's at. Yeah. It's the Who coach. Was it? it was it's Poch. But do you know Poch, what? Though? He, he does the coaching. He's changed. Who's, it. That, who's that little fellow? The little fellow with it. Yeah, the angry eyes. Yeah, the Andy mafia. Linden. The, the Argentinian mafia. Yeah. 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 Don't argue with him. Yeah, you don't no. argue with him, no. Do you know no. what about Dembele, though? I read an interview with Les Ferdinand when he was on the coaching staff yeah. with Tim Sherwood. He, he said, said he was a genius in yeah, training. He said, right? he, yeah. we tell him every day he, he should go he's going to be the next one after yeah. Modric because he's always had the talent. And in fact, although until like a couple of weeks ago, I definitely would have said that um, Toby. Alderweireld would have been my player of the season. I so just think you're going with Musa. I'm going with Musa because actually him coming back after his injury has coincided with when we've really yeah. looked good. We missed so him. I think he's yeah. made. I agree. More of. I mean, it's a bit harsh on Toby. I'm not sure that he's that bothered whether I vote for yeah. him or not. Yeah. The player of the year, but I actually think Dembele. If you talk about influence on the team, I think yeah. Dembele. We don't have a direct replacement for Dembele. When he's injured, you have to play right. Nelson, right. who's a perfectly a good downgrade. player, but he's a, he's a definite well, downgrade. And the little hiccup that we had was when yeah. he was missing exactly. from the team. Yeah. Well, when, exactly. What about the Ryan Mason and the? Uh, is it the Israeli boy? No, the um, the Algerian. Bentaleb. Algeria. Bentaleb. Yeah, Bentaleb. Yeah. He's out, he's out, out the door. How have you made him Israeli? Is he out the door? <laughs> when did he become uh, Israeli? I think Bentaleb... I don't know, maybe. Seems to <laughs> Bentaleb does sound a little bit Israeli, to be yeah. fair. It does yeah, sound no, it, it could be. It could be. But, yeah, um, I do think he might disagree with that. I, but think, <laughs> he had, I think he had to... I think he's... People say he's tricky, but I think more than that, he's committed at the offence of... More often passing to the opposition. Yeah, than to his own I, team. I also think <laughs> well, he's out of favour and he's he going. is out of favour. Yeah, but, but I, think, I think that's the reason why. The funny thing is, notice that. Have you yeah. <laughs> he's unreliable. He's, a, he's you look at that. Look at last season. They pressure. came to the fore, Bentaleb and Mason as the midfield duo, and they, they were they and they looked good. Yeah. We no, thought bloody did. hell, they're good. They're There's well, so much warriors. energy. They win yeah. the ball. They can pass a little bit. And now you look at them, and we've upgraded again, but in the most unlikely way. Nobody would have predicted. And isn't it lovely to have a settled side to know what. You know, when the team's yeah. announced, but, we virtually know. Yeah, but yeah. Dembele was not plays. a first-team player a year no, ago. He wouldn't he have got in ahead of Mason or Pedro. No, he did. He wasn't first on the pitch and bounced off. How about this, Senna? Well, before we end, the, before we stop talking about Player of the Year, until Christmas, I would definitely have said unquestioned. The one player we haven't mentioned is Eric Dyer. Yeah, I well, he's he, another me, possible he was nominee. Our, he was yeah. our Player of the Year. Yeah, and he's he's had like not the best. He was quite good last night. I think, he was. The last couple of he games, not good. bad. But he had, he's not been so good this year. But he's had a also a brilliant season. You did, yeah. No, I, I don't yeah. disagree with that. I yeah. think he's been superb. Considering the first game that Pochettino, he put him in that position, he looked awful. Yeah. And everybody was saying, why are we, why are we playing him in the middle well, of the Well, a lot of people di- said it was just midfield. a show to Levy that, like, look, yeah. I'm going to have to pay these yeah. people and if he won't sum up the money, and I'm going to pay him. And then suddenly he just... Blossomed. He, he just sort of got ahead of everybody else in the England squad. Yeah. No, he's really good, I think. Really good. On the poll, incidentally, it's Toby who's way out in front at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, that. I that thought you were looking to see if you got any messages from uh, Lembele and, uh, <laughs> and Dembele and um, the other boy. The you know. current scores after 150 votes so far Toby Alderweireld, 73%, Harry yeah. Kane, 19%, wow. Moussa Dembele, 6%, Another 2%. Uh, mm. But that's amazing. We've got the league's. Top score, leading scorer, probably will finish top scorer, and he's not anywhere no. close to being. Well, we've all seen because Toby yeah, has been shows, immaculate, yeah. and yeah, we've let, we've also got the, the, of course the team that's let in the fewest goals. Harry yeah, Kane, another great stat is. But that's why we're second in the lead here. Yeah, that's uh, totally. You and why we? You have to have a defence. Absolutely right. First and foremost. Yeah, 
Absolutely right. But Harry Kane has now scored, when he scored that second goal last night, he has now scored more goals in the league than Aston Villa. Wow. That's a great stat, isn't it? <laughs> that is brilliant. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, He's got 24, they've got 23. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Do you know what? I would back him to beat Aston Villa. Oh, yeah. Right oh, he'll beat them there. On his own. Yeah, on his own. yeah definitely. versus Aston Villa. Easily. For Rush, charity goal, match. Yeah. 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 They wouldn't, they, they, yeah. they couldn't take it. But him. you know that last goal that De- Deli Ali scored? Like, it was like he was sleepwalking. It, I thought, this is a team, and they've, they've, this is the fourth goal, and he just... He was just like, like a, a training match, didn't it? It was, yeah. And I thought, wow, this is something else. Yeah. Look yeah. out, Leicester, we're still there. Well, I'm glad you've said that because, of course, we were singing last night a lot of the fans, <coughs> Leicester City, we're coming for you. Does anybody here think we're going to do it? First, first silence of the season. Tell tonight. me who Leicester have got in the last four or five games. Swansea. They have got Swansea at home next. Oh, yeah. Then they've got Man United yeah, away. That, that's a question. Mark. Then they've got Everton at home. Then they've got Chelsea away. That's their four Let's games. Let's do it one at a time. Swansea are in the current uh, on the beach. vernacular on the beach. Yeah. United, they've definitely got something still to play for. Yeah. Leicester will be without Vardy for at least Swansea and almost certainly the United game. I don't know. Have they actually, have they actually appealed so that? That's, that's, that's so two without Vardy up, for two, two points games. Up there. You, Everton are actually good away from home. You yeah. that, that history would say that nobody has lost the league from the position that Leicester are in. Right now, yeah, right. But, but then, then they've never had a team like Leicester in. But then Jordan Spieth, yeah, went and you know everybody went to bed thinking he'd won the Masters, yeah, exactly. and got up and found that he hadn't. Yeah, our Leicester Jordan Spieth, and this well, is yeah. what I think we've got more chance of finding out if Vardy misses a couple of games yeah. and they don't feel as invincible as they have done over the last few weeks. Well, Leicester, uh, I, I wrote. A Another piece to tell. I've got it. I've got it. Finally, going to work it out of my system. I've got right. another piece slagging Leicester about Leicester. Simon Simon wrote an excellent piece last week on the Huffington Post about Leicester, comparing them to Donald Trump. So here comes the premise of his for, new one. For various today's one is called um, "Foxes in Sheep's Clothing." Why is everyone falling for Leicester City? So basically, they're, like that title. They're, yeah, they're an they're an ugly team. I've called yeah. them a low budget version of a Mourinho Chelsea. Yeah, and the biggest indictment, apart from all the fouling and the and the. Just, they're just not an attractive team to watch. The biggest indictment is that on Sunday when they were top of the league and they needed a win to go 10 points clear at the top of the league. They're at home to West Ham. Brian, you're the stats man. How many corners do you think Leicester got? How many corners roughly do you think Leicester got? I've given you a setup. How many bottles of wine do you think I, I drank? <laughs> <laughs> I've given you a setup. They're at, home. <laughs> they're at home. They're the league leaders and they need to win to go 10 points clear. Tell us. Come on. Four. Okay, well, do you know the answer, do you? I don't know. Is it none? No. It's none. Yeah. None. They didn't have a single corner. They're rubbish. That's the absolute do they not? Do they not remind you of Wimbledon's crazy yes. games? Yes. They rhyme, that's exactly who they remind but, yeah. me of. The unlike crazy that, gang. Yeah. Though, unlike Wimbledon's crazy gang, Wimbledon's crazy gang are a bit like Millwall, which I've also mentioned oh, in the article. Nobody you, likes them. But I, we've got to be a turncoat now. You've got, when they, they play that one-touch football, you see it. When, when Leicester get going. Oh, yeah. On, on They're the, good on no the break. Doubt. I've yeah. also admitted that. In the, that goal they scored, was that, that's them at their best. So, yeah. But, yeah. but they, that's their only game plan. Is they soak it up. They, they don't... They, they do, do as ma- they many fouls as they get away with the corner, five, six, six seconds later, the goal's in... Let, yeah. Vardy scored a goal. Yeah. But, um, Are we talking about game plans, goals, long balls? I mean, you have to win a game to... Yeah, to yeah whatever it takes. Exactly, yeah. whatever it takes. And, you know, you've got to say also, fair enough, like you know, they're never going to win... 
the league outplaying teams like Tottenham, Man City, Arsenal, Manchester United. No, no, no team, no club like Leicester can win the league by out footballing those clubs because they their can't. Strengths so they play to their strengths brilliantly. Yeah, they've they've had that luck that you know they've had, they're in that fortunate position a bit like us where a lot of good players have turned up at the same time. They've got you know in terms of Mares and Kante and. Like, Kante, you're, <laughs> you're not very generous, are you? And what, no, I, and I, also like I am because I, I say fair play to them, and if they win it, but they what, win it fair and square. But what I do, you only, think, if you win the league, you deserve to win the league. But what I do think is everyone's having a go at John Moss. Yeah, I think that's and, terrible and, the way he's. And been the fact off. is that that all right, he was incredibly inconsistent, and I don't think in he's culture the best. Club. For, yeah. for, for, I was going to say, let's get that joke out of the way. Can we just get that joke out of the way? But he had the guts. To to call, you know, Vardy a dive. Yeah, um, he was and, courageous. And he's the first referee to do that. Yeah, he also um, tried to warn Huth yeah. and Morgan, yeah. which yeah. is not obliged to do, and they ignored it. Yeah. yeah, so I think that was that totally. Was good I refereeing. think the stick he got is outrageous. Yeah, and and where I think he got it wrong, yeah, was, was the thing the, that cost us. I think West Ham. <laughs> yeah, but I think West Ham. To, to be honest, I mean, should have given away a penalty when Ogbonna yeah. had his hands around Hoot's neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That should have been the penalty. Also, Andy Carey was a, it was a bit of a stupid challenge. It wasn't yeah, it a penalty, was, but he did, was he stupid, did barge but it into him. He didn't a, need a to a do penalty. that. And John Moss obviously lost his bottle yeah. and, and the crowd yeah. got to him and, and he yeah. gave it. So I think they probably should have had a penalty. They did yeah, himself yeah. out, yeah. but that wasn't. Also, yeah. we'd have taken that result at the beginning. Yeah, we probably would. though it was. We probably we've, we've, yeah. caught up, know, we've caught up two points on yeah, it. But yeah. do you know, people, people will say, oh, well, because Vardy missed two games, that's how you got the points. Yeah, that's yeah. how you won the league. Yeah. Well, a few seasons back, we all had food poison, didn't we? Yeah. And we lost the league. Yeah, yeah. and that was a so deliberate act of sabotage. I don't think we were going to win the league that year, but we didn't get in the No, we would have got in the Champions League. Yeah, that's true, yeah. And that, I reckon, yeah, yeah, I'm right. almost certain that was, uh, well, I am totally certain that that was a sabotage. deliberate act of food, you know, poisoning. Oh, I'm certain of it, yeah. No, I always I, have been. I've been watching too I've always been. We spoke earlier. Too TV dramas with you We spoke earlier about conspiracy theories. Yeah. It's too I mean, how big a coincidence is that? Okay, so Arsenal... They need, they're desperate, their whole business plan collapses if they don't get in the top four. I actually have proof that if Jack Tottenham Wilshere win, shot Kennedy. Jack Wilshere shot Wilshere Kennedy. Wilshere actually yeah, shot apparently Kennedy. Apparently missed, missed I, the first I time, I have that he, proof. Yeah. And yeah. it was Wenger that was on the moon. <laughs> not, not Neil Armstrong. It wasn't Neil Armstrong, no. it was in fact Wenger. Okay, well I'm glad we cleared that up. Yeah. Let's do that a lot. You know what you were saying about arms round and yeah. shirts? You see, this is what... One thing, I love football. I've always loved it. Yeah. I've gone much I'm not, any not match, bothered myself. But the first time somebody tugged my goalkeeper's I'm glad jersey. You, you knocked him out. <laughs> Is that I'm a, glad you, you finished that sentence with going going a copper. <laughs> I think he was playing centre forward. He gave me a tug. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Is that a euphemism? I know you're <laughs> tugging your goalkeeper's jersey. A euphemism? <laughs> yeah. I've, I've never heard it called that before. Yeah. Uh, now. I, was, I said to Theo, one thing that really pees me off about football is, is this shirt pulling. Yeah. I, I, you know, contact, you can't help. They yeah. play at such a speed now, you can't help that. Yeah. And it's not, unless you're Charlie Adams and you just side their legs away. Yeah. But this pulling of shirts and sometimes the referees on the blind side, I think... We all see it. Millions of people around the world, in Indonesia or Australia, they see somebody pull somebody's shirt and he can't go up for the ball. Yeah. 
You know, that is cheating. cheating Why isn't yeah. something done about it? Well, the ridiculous yeah. thing is that they get... Yeah, the referee gets stick when he does give it. Whereas yeah. I think the, th- the feeling is because otherwise they'd be giving eight penalties yeah, but a game. No, but if they are... did, if they started giving red cards People for it, yeah, it, it would well, stop. Yeah. Has to give be... red cards, just give a penalty. Cause yeah. It's a... yeah, there just has to be some consistency. I mean, 34 games in... I think it was either it was either Grandpa or Dermot Gallagher was saying, you know, why do that thirty-four games in? And I think yeah, but he has got refereed it. all their no, no, he previous has, thirty-four he games. But then there should be some referee's directive as yeah. to because well, I bet you the referee's go, directive is you're supposed to penalise it, and they don't. I would be surprised if there's a directive saying if there's any shirt pulling in the area, don't worry about it. You know, I just think they all get caught up in it. What is it? Thursday, he's got Arsenal West Brom on Thursday. Yeah, no, he straight has, back yeah. out again yeah. into, the, Good. into the Lions Den. Yeah, I, I feel sorry he, for him. I think he took a lot of bad stuff. I think that is a. If you're refereeing Leicester, who are a dirty physical side, at home, with the whole country's behind them to try and win the bloody league, and you're given the job, what, I mean, you can't win. Like you say, you I can either you let stuff go and you'll be crucified, or you do them, which he did. He, he called them up on things that they, they were cheating. The cheat, it was a penalty. He did dive. I tell you, you know, what, if we'd had John Moss, or in fact almost any other referee apart from Lee Mason when we played them at White Hart Lane, yeah, they wouldn't have won. They would not have won because yeah. they were fouling all night. They, yeah. And they do it, it's right again. Well, I put this, please read my piece. You know, there's two, there's two right right referees the that we've I've got going to the. I've yeah. always watched them and they play wonderful football. Well, there's two referees they, they that we've got going got to, to the Euros. Yeah. But they've got a couple of enormous centre backs. Yeah. Morgan and. That's all about muscle, that is. Yeah. Yeah, like, like Rick and yeah. I. Two yeah. great w- wardrobes. Yeah, thanks, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> the referees we've got going to the Euros, and we are the only country that's yeah. got two referees going, Clattenburg. are Atkinson and Clattenburg. Yeah. And how many times, how many times when, <laughs> when Alex Ferguson was manager of Manchester United, yeah. did Clattenburg give them decisions against us at yeah. Old Trafford? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, there was, Lee the, Young Pio? There, there was the... Sorry? Lee Young-Pio against Ronaldo? Yeah. Oh, that was at White Hart Lane, though, that one. Right? That was at White Hart Lane, but also he was referee when the ball went in the net from Pedro Mendes. Was he? No. Yeah. No. He, he can't have been 12. that years ago. No, he wasn't. Was he? Yeah, no, I mean, that was like, yeah, that was that's like 12 years that was 2004. ago. 2004. So that was another yeah. referee cheating at Old Trafford. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it, was another, Webb it was Howard Webb, I think. No, was Howard it Howard Webb? Because no, he was the no. previous was, version, wasn't he? That no, always gave who United was, all who the Who was the referee when, uh, when Gomez picked the ball up to take a... That was Clattenburg. That was Clattenburg, yeah. wasn't yeah. it? When, when yeah, their player clearly handled it before putting it in the net. But Howard Webb was the one when we were 2 up at Old Trafford and... Uh, Robbo came was it Robbo or, Go- or Gomez Robbo I think came out perfectly good uh, challenge got yeah. the ball and player went over remember that got a penalty yeah. and we lost yeah well he's yeah. supposed to be our best referee so you don't stand a chance do you if you're best referee welcome by the way listeners like as you know this is a Spurs podcast we <laughs> found old things to moan and complain about because there <laughs> <Yeah>. is nothing <laughs> at the moment for us to really complain about so we're going we're raking <laughs> up over old stuff. bitter memories yeah. yeah now we were talking about what's going to happen so let's assume right that Swansea let's say they beat Swansea they lose to Man United they draw with Everton I don't think that's an unreasonable possibility. Then they got four points. In that time, we can get nine if we win three games, which means in the last day of the season, we have the same points as them. So all we've got to do on the last day of the season then is match their result because of our vastly superior goal Against the Newcastle difference. side that should be down. But may not be, but should be. Yeah, so we, we, they go to Chelsea, who may roll over for them, bear Having, in mind. Yeah, and also the key detail in your... In your calculation, yeah. is, we, is we've got to go. To we've got to go and win at Chelsea for the first time since yeah. the old king was alive. But 
you know, we went to Stoke and, and that's so you're dragging up old things now. Yeah, yeah. But we beat Man United. Uh, you know, 3 0. We hadn't beaten them at home for 14 years. Yeah. We've just gone to Stoke and won 4 0. Why we're can't we go to Chelsea? Yeah. Exactly. What we've got to remember is we're the best team in the country on form. We are really good. Yeah. So, I mean, by all objective analysis, we should go and win at Chelsea. Well, I think what's more important is that if, when you see the team interviewed, certainly Kane and yeah. Ali recently, they believe absolutely. we're the best they team in the they, country. Absolutely it right. doesn't really matter what us fans think. Absolutely the fact right. is that Pochettino has got them yeah. believing. They don't they believe there's do anyone this, they can't beat. I think that's what we have to... Um, yeah. So, we have to... if we win the next three games and they, you know... Draw one, lose one, and win one, which, given their fixture list, is by no means out of the question. Then we go into that last day of the season, and we are all in pieces. We are waking up on that Sunday. Absolutely all over. Thank God my hair is already white. Thank God. Thank God, yeah. (laughs) Simon's has already fallen out. Mine's, mine's white. You're, we're all, all our hair problems are already happened. Yeah, we all show the signs of supporting Spurs over the years. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and then, of course... he's, He's been very... I said, Doctor, I don't need those depression pills. Spurs are playing yeah. wonderful. Spurs are doing it, yeah. He, he said, do you wait till the end of the season? He said, I've got four boxes ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I just think, uh, you know, after last night, I think well, this could happen. It, Anything, to me, it feels I, like I it's think, in the balance. I think it got closer last night. I, I don't think that we yeah, can... You don't want to... Obviously, yeah. none of us want to say we're going to do this. Because even if we win every game 5-0 from now Whatever, ha- still whatever happens, this has been a fantastic Unbelievable, season. Yeah, yeah. You do have to say that whatever you think of the Leicester team, I really love the fact that we've got two managers who've got respect for each yeah. other. There hasn't been Wenger's moaning no mind or games. mind no, games no, 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 or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, there, there's been respect, I think, between the, support, yeah. the sets of supporters and respect between yeah. the managers. And I think yeah. that's been really, really good for the game. Yeah, I agree. I hope we're not going to end on a positive note. Like no, that. no, we're not. Don't worry. I, one that. of the th- okay. Uh, I, I wanted just... to ask you, Brian. Yeah. Actually, just because uh, you mentioned earlier that you're you're in a film at the moment. You're filming a, yeah. a football movie called Ninety Minutes. Is that right? Ninety Minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, how long is it? <laughs> oh, you've th- you thrown in. Thrown in there. <laughs> that, that's a Harold Pinter silence. Yeah, good night. Nice. You count to six for a silence. Three for a pause. Right. Anyway, <laughs> took my legs away there. Sorry, mate. He was playing like Charlie Adams. Sorry, anyway, <laughs> 90 minutes, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, it's a sort of a, a Robert Altman-esque film where you concentrate on all the different characters in the 90 minutes. The referee, his story, my story, the football scout, uh, based on a friend of mine called Ted Buxton, who was a football scout with Venables at Yeah, at yeah, Spurs, I remember. I remember yeah. uh, many years back. I played yeah. with Teddy right. over Blackheath. Many, many years back. He was my right back. I was in goal. Anyway, um, I was speaking to the director today and said, look, you know, maybe some of these uh, Spurs fans that listen to the podcast, they live in the area. It's going to be filmed on Hackney Marshes next Sunday, um, all morning into the afternoon. And if you'd like to come along and watch the match and be extras, I'm afraid there's no payment as per usual. Austerity austerity will out. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there we are. Yeah, that'd be great. And then you get, then you're in a, a football. You're immortalised as a football fan forever yeah. in this Altman-esque yeah. piece. Right, what do you play? Good. What do you play in the film? Pardon? I'm playing the scout. football scout. Oh, right. yeah, it's yeah. called Bend It Like Brian. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> okay, so normally what we need to do before this show finishes, 
Uh, we need to talk about the next game, which we're almost... We, we do. Can, can, we oh, do yeah. can we also decide what we're going to call our version of St. Totteringham's Day? Oh, yeah. That's because, another thing that's yeah, on our agenda. we do need to, to have yeah. a, an official name mm. yeah. for the day. I was suggesting St. Goner's Day. St. Goner's Day, um, yeah. But uh, I do Go- think... Goon's that, Day. Something yeah, like that. Maybe people could. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe you could. Or... You could go on the Facebook page, or better, better maybe tweet us with yeah. your suggestion. Because, of course, as as listeners will know, every year there's a point in the season traditionally where Tottenham cannot overtake Arsenal in the league. This year, we're on the verge of the opposite happening. They call their day St. Tottering's Day, I believe. Yeah, Tottering something like Tottering's that. Tottering's yeah. Day or something. So we need a name for our day where the arse can't get above us. And it needs to be really, really rude. Rude, uh, abusive. Rude and abusive. No more than they deserve. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, where were we? So the next game, West Bromwich Albion at home next Monday night. Now, we're assuming Leicester are going to win their next game, so the pressure remains very much on. But whatever happens, we've still obviously got to win because we've got to win every game. How do we see that one going? When Kane goes to... He's bought and goes to Spain... We'll be watching Berahino because he'll right. be our centre forward, won't he? Okay. That, that'll be we'll have both. That's a cheery talk. Year. I think we'll have both next year. Yeah, I think we'll have both. That certainly seems to be the intention. But can we beat them? Will they cause us problems on Monday night? In Mr. the past, Mr. you would always Tony say... Mr Pulis, he, yeah. he don't get, ever give up, does he? Yeah, exactly. The, the West Brom game has traditionally been the game the where we've skin. used the words banana skin. Yeah. But now you feel with this team that, that that's Should not be so right. likely. Yeah. And, I, yeah, I think, I think we will win that. Yeah. I don't think um, West Brom have got anything to, to play for, really. So no. maybe no. they'll be on the beach a bit. The yeah. dream scenario is that West Brom beat Arsenal on Thursday night, go yeah. on the piss all weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stay in London. Stay in London. Yeah. Yeah. Might as well. Yeah. China Whites, etc. Right. Yeah, go out with their Aston Villa mates. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Why is that game on Thursday, by the way, that Arsenal game? Is that because they thought Arsenal were going to be in the title race and they wanted to put everyone on the telly? I think so. Huh? Yeah. Well, they've got a game on Sunday, haven't they, Arsenal? Yeah. But so, I mean, yeah, wouldn't we never have league games on a Thursday, no, do we? That's weird. It must have been because they thought they'd be right in the eye of the storm of the title race. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Not I mean, been. with four games or five games to go, they're, they're going to play with their arse hanging out of their shorts, aren't they? West Brom. Well, no, not West Brom, Spurs. So, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, don't, I don't see any problem. I think they're going to win but all Brian, of we don't action. know what that phrase means. No. Well, oh, they are singing out the shorts. <laughs> yeah. They're going to run so fast. Oh, they, oh OK. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. I, think yeah, yeah. Kit, I think Kit is a lot better quality than it used to be. <laughs> uh, this this uh, Arsenal day, isn't there something about, in the past, it, the Gentiles and Jews, isn't there something about Jewish... Supporters support Arsenal, but they've got Gentile Board of Governors and Gentiles, and we've got Jewish Board of Governors. No, no, it's, it's, oh. it's the reverse it's way around. Okay, yeah. Supported, we're because we're called the Yids, aren't we? Yeah. So, and yeah. So, wouldn't you know, you're talking about giving somebody the bums rush or arse, arse day, or yeah. is it something like the Jewish word for bum is took us? Uh, we've. we've <laughs> We've, we've took us I really did wonder where you. you were going with this, Brian. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but it's all to do with you seeing my arse hanging yeah. out of my shorts yeah. up the road and the yeah. Arsenal's right behind. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Something in that area. Something that took anyway, us. email it. Very surreal. <laughs> yeah. Twitter. I think Twitter's a place for Twitter, Twitter. So we place. all, so, so you think we'll be all right against West Brom? Yeah, I think so. I think exactly what uh, 
well, as others have said, I think in pre- we're just a different team this year. Yeah, yeah. Thing. So okay. I, there isn't much for them to play for. They, they, they will, they're obdurate, aren't they? They'll yeah. never roll over. But no. I don't think we'll pulverise them, but I would be Are we missing anybody? No, no doesn't look like it. No, We've been no. quite fortunate with We have been fortunate with injuries. But then some stuff. people said, I said that last week on the pod, and uh, somebody said, yeah, but that's to do with the training methods. That, that Pochettino's yeah, got them. lucky as well, a little bit. Yeah, we must have had some good. luck. About but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, so that's good. So I think we can wrap it up. We're all reasonably confident about Monday it's night. Some of us think one. we might even win the league. So all that remains for me to say, gentlemen, Brian, Rick and Simon, is thank you very much for thank joining you. me. Thank my name is Theo Delaney. Tune in next week. And what's the last word from everybody? My one is stay positive. Come on, you Spurs. Never you Spurs. I'll say keep dancing. <laughs> <laughs> This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network.